Hello and welcome to the Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host Jack Coots and if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. On this week's episode, we're talking about the five regrets of the dying and how to avoid them. Now we've all heard the phrase, uh, no regrets, live life with no regrets and that's something we all I, I believe, try to aspire to because of you don't want to be sat there in your later years looking back thinking, I wish I'd done that, I wish I didn't do that, I wish I'd left that person, I wish I hadn't left that person or, you know, thinking about all the things that you could have done that you didn't do or all of the things that you carry, could have carried on with that you were too scared to carry on with. And when it comes down to it, there have been studied kind of five of the biggest regrets of the dying and the five biggest regrets are stuff that could happen to any of us and the 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 real truth of it is is that when it comes down to your later years it's it's very easy to be looking back and you know it's it's natural to look back and consider your life and what happened and what what could have happened but the one thing we all want to avoid is laying there on our deathbed looking back at our life and seeing a life of regret because if you're looking back and you're seeing a life of regret, that's no life. I personally, I, I when I'm on my deathbed, I'll be looking back and be like, shit, my life was incredible. I achieved this, I achieved that, I achieved so much. I had so much love, so much happiness, so much joy in my life. I, I experienced some incredible things, you know. What what I want to avoid is looking back and being like, I, I wish I'd become the person I should have become. And that's why every single day, one of, the, one of the biggest things that drives me is becoming the person I want to be and becoming the person that I believe I should be. And that leads me quite nicely onto the first regret that has been studied that, that the dying see. And this, this one's quite, uh, quite a common one. And you hear it from people who aren't even in that stage of their life, you know, when people are going through a transition. What, what the regret is, is I wish I'd had the courage to live a, live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. How many of us have done something in our lives or live our lives, even right now, leading with the expectations of others? Well, I got this job because that's what people expected of me. I went to university to train to be a doctor because of that's what my parents expected of me. I became a mechanic because of that's what my dad did. So, you know, I might as well do that. The way a lot of us live our lives is through the expectations of others and the expectations of society. We have been almost moulded to believe that we have to get a certain job by a certain time. We have to find a partner by a certain time. We have to be married. We have to have children. Maybe we have to go to university. Maybe we have to be promoted by a certain point. Maybe we need to be earning a certain amount of money at a certain point. Well, hold on. I'm 30 years old. I don't own a house yet. Shit, I failed. There's so much of that expectation that can drag us down in our younger years. But then also when we look back, can can take us down a route where we've lived a life that we didn't believe is is a life we wanted to live. That certainly happened to me. That was what was happening to me before I kind of really got into self-improvement. I was like, well, hold on. I'm working a job I don't really enjoy in a relationship that I don't really want to be in because of the expectations of others, because I'm worried about what other people will think if I turn around and be like, no, I want to start my own business. No, I don't want to be in that relationship. When we 
live by the expectations of others, we can never be truly ourselves. And the way to get over this is is really easy. Just start living the fucking life that you want. What is it that you want to do? Are you happy right now? If you're not happy right now, what's not making you happy? I guarantee the thing that's not making you happy is probably something that you're doing because of the expectations of others. If you work in a job that you just hate, your life is too fucking short for that. And I'm not saying for you to quit today, but what I am suggesting is that you get a exit plan. You get an exit strategy together that allows you to move into the direction you want to go. It allows you to live the life that is authentically yours rather than something else or something you believe someone wants you to live. The second biggest regret of the dying is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. How many of us believe that we have to work really fucking hard to be successful? The corporate machine is designed to make us believe that we have to work hours and hours to be able to get anywhere. Shit, I've worked jobs where the expectation was that I had to travel hours outside of my, my work day. And I did it because I believed that. I was, yeah, that's, that's what's expected of me. That's what I should be doing. I wasn't getting paid for any of that time. I know people used to stay in the office until like 8, 9 o'clock at night. Or they'd be at home when they should have been spending time with their children up in their office working away because of that was the expectation. Well, everyone else is doing it, so I should do it. Oh, well, I want to get a promotion. If I, get, if I want to get a promotion, I have to be doing these hours. Working 60-hour weeks when you're being paid fucking 35 hours. Yeah, you might be in a well-paying job, but it means shit. You're probably earning less than minimum wage if that's the hours you're putting in. But people do that level of work because they believe it's the only way to get ahead. They believe it's like the treadmill of work. And sure, there's always a degree of going above and beyond for your employer will get you noticed. And if it's something you love to do, then go ahead. When it's something that gives you purpose, it's not work anyway. But if it is genuinely just work, you're doing it to make a dime. Hey, you know what? Don't trade your life for work. Because you will get to a point where you're burnt out in your life. This is when the quarter or midlife crisis starts coming in, exactly like it did for me. And you start to realise it's not what you want. And... If you get that realisation in your later years, it's already too late. So what can you do to switch the narrative? How can you set boundaries with your employer or your clients? How can you set boundaries within your work life and your personal life to make sure the two are balanced? But critically, ask yourself the question, what do you want from life? If you have young children, do you want to miss out on all of those years because you are too busy working? Or would you rather put in some boundaries Stick to them and see your children grow up. So the third biggest regret of dying is I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Again, in in our society, and we might be seeing things shift at the moment. I believe there is a bit of a shift where people are being encouraged to express their feelings. Mental health is being spoken about far more and not just mental health in terms of people who are clinically depressed or whatever, but mental health as in everybody has mental health and everybody should be working on their mental health. And I I believe that's a um, a truly great shift within our society. However, we, we all still are not showing our feelings 
in, in many ways. And it doesn't mean to say we should all wear our heart on our sleeves and we should be crying every single day and be really sensitive about stuff. But what I mean by that is being able to talk about what's going on for you, both with yourself and with others. Because, you know, and I'm talking to you, you this is a self-improvement podcast. Chances are you're in self-improvement, so you've done some work around this. But there is still a large amount of population who don't do any work on their own self-improvement, don't do any mindset work, don't want to understand what limiting beliefs are, don't even know what limiting belief is, right? Now, not that's not a judgment in any way, shape or form. I was in exactly the same place a couple of years ago, and I'm sure many people will wake up to to what can help them improve their lives. But the truth of the matter is we're not taught this stuff in school. We're not truly taught how to express our feelings. We're not taught how to understand actually what's triggering us. We're not taught how to understand what our limiting beliefs are. We kind of have to figure that out as we grow up. And one of the things that people really kind of stop themselves from doing is being able to share those feelings with their loved ones. How many marriages have been ruined on the back of money problems or cheating or you know, not communicating, losing that spark, you know, there's, there's, I could probably do another whole podcast on the reasons why, why there's, there's such a high rate of divorce in the world. But it always comes down to, you know, the actions that someone takes is because of that feeling a certain way. And the reason why they take those actions is because of those feelings. If they were able to talk about those actions, their marriage could be saved. You can save marriages by communicating. You can save marriages by turning around and being like, hey, I'm not feeling so good at right now. I'm not happy. And then having a conversation about why you're not happy. And sure, it's uncomfortable as fuck. But you know what's more uncomfortable? Losing your house, not being able to see your children. Or losing your losing your other half, having half of that income go out of the house and living in a, in a state that is far reduced to what you were before and you know I saw that firsthand as a child when when my parents split up we went from being in a relatively kind of comfortable household to basically being on the poverty line after my dad walked out and this is what happens for so many people because people can't talk about their feelings marriages break up creates trauma for children they grow up feeling a certain way repeat the cycle This is so true for any type of relationship, though, not just romantic relationships, work relationships, friendships. We don't want to express our feelings because we're scared about what people will think about us. We're scared about the judgments we will get. Our ego thinks people are going to be really kind of negative towards us because of it. It is okay to turn around to someone and be like, hey, do you know what? I'm not feeling so good. And then talking to them about it. Hey, do you know what? I'm really fucking stressed at the moment because work is so busy. And talking about it. There are so many illnesses created through stress and anxiety. A lot of illness comes from, from stress and anxiety. And we all feel stress and anxiety more or less every single day in our lives. The only way you can really re- release that stress and anxiety is understand where it's coming from. Talk to people about it. Take a realist approach and get out of your fucking head. But until you can do that, all of that will stay balled up inside you. It'll make you ill and could potentially ruin relationships. So if you want to avoid that regret, it's really simple. Just learn to open up. Learn to be able to talk to the people you love and just say, hey, do you know what? I'm not feeling too great at the moment. 
I just feel a bit like sometimes we don't even know why we feel like sometimes it takes conversation like, actually you know what yeah you're right it's probably because of this situation but we don't get there without talking to people sometimes people can't even help us but knowing someone's just there is helpful so you can avoid illness you can avoid relationships being ruined just by communicating and talking about your feelings regret number four I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Now, this is probably one of the deepest ones for me because of I am useless at keeping in touch with people. And I know for sure that they, they could come a time where I look back and I'd be like, I wish I'd, you know, I wish I'd stayed a bit closer to this person. But the key thing around this is that it's very easy to let friendships slip over the years. It's very easy to lose touch with people. And it's very, you know, what the, what the main reasons why friendships slip is because one person's like well they never contact me so I'll just wait for them to contact me instead and they never contact you and you never contact them again because you already set this boundary and no you never talk again you know you don't know what's going on in that person's life they don't know what's going on in your life all it took was for one person to reach out and be like hey do you want to grab a drink sometime and the easiest way to to avoid this one is if there's people in your life that fill your cup, if there's people in your life that give you good positive energy, fill you with fill you with um life, then don't let them go. Maintain that relationship. And do you know what? If you feel like they're not making any effort at any point, go back to number three, express those feelings, talk to them about it. But don't let people who are good in your life slip away. And regret number five, I wish I'd let myself be happier. Sounds simple, right? Happiness is the thing that we all strive to to be. We all want to be happy. But it is crazy how much we don't allow ourselves to be happy. There is so much within this. This this could almost be an episode on its own. But we're constantly looking into the future. I need to be here by this time. I need to be here by that date. And I don't mean like, oh, I need to be on a train by a certain time. What I mean is I need to be earning this amount of money by, by the time I'm this age. I need to be married by the time I'm this age. I need to have children by the time I'm this age. I need to have this size house by that age. I need to have this type of car, right? That it becomes so overwhelming. We're not, we're not enjoying the moment that we're in right now because all we're thinking about is, shit, I need to get here. And it fills us full of so much anxiety, so much stress, which is... It's just so not good for you. Or on the opposite side, we're then looking at the past like, oh, God, if only I'd done this, I'd be there right now. If only I'd said this, I'd be there right now. Looking back at the past and being stuck there and thinking, oh, shit, I'm I'm so awful because of this failed. And then alongside that, you've got all of the typical things like our limiting beliefs stopping us from doing the things that we want to do. Or we've got all of the fear of change. Being scared of taking yourself outside of your comfort zone because of you're scared of what people will think of you or you're scared of what will happen or, you know, frightened of the unknown, fear of failure. All of this stuff stopping you from doing what you want in life and just being fucking happy. What's the fucking point? What is the point? If you're not going to allow yourself to live the life that you want to live, if you're not going to allow yourself to do the things that you want to do, speak to the people you want to speak to, be the person that you want to be experience the stuff you want to experience you're wasting this one opportunity you get you have one life and whatever your beliefs are and 
trust me, this this isn't kind of, I'm not trying to talk against anyone's beliefs. But in my opinion, you have one chance. One life. And if you're spending 70, 80, maybe even 90% of it, wishing you were someone else, wishing you were someone else, wishing you were with someone else, wishing you were doing something else, you're wishing your life away. For what? Just to get to the end of it and have these five biggest regrets to be laying there on your deathbed thinking shit I wish I'd just had more fun I wish I'd opened up to more people I wish I'd just done the things that I wanted to do because by the time you get there I'm sorry but it's too late don't be that person don't be that person that's laying there thinking Christ I really regret not taking that job on I really regret not starting my own business I really regret not quitting my job and traveling the world. I really regret spending all of my kids' like childhood years. I really regret spending all that time working when I could have been spending time with them. Because it doesn't matter what you want to achieve in your life. It doesn't matter what success you want. In terms of money, fame, cars, houses, whatever. None of it fucking matters when it comes down to the end. When it comes to that crunch point where you're on your deathbed, you won't be thinking, oh, wow, yeah, I'm dying with $3 million in my bank account. You'll be laying there thinking, wow, I've got this incredible family around me. Look at the look at the people I've been able to help throughout my lifetime. Look how incredible my children are. Wow, I almost visited, I visited like 80% of the world. That are the things you're going to be thinking about on your deathbed. Like, wow, I I achieved something in my life. But if you're stopping yourself from doing that now, then all you have at the end is is regret. So what can you do today, right now, to live a life without those regrets? To live a life that is authentically you? To live a life that you love? What can you do today? And I'll leave you with that thought. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I, I really hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, if you did, please share it with a loved one or a friend. You can also tag me in your stories on Instagram at CootsJack at C-O-O-T-E-S-J-A-C-K. As always, I can only grow this with your support and I'd be, I'd be really happy if you could support me in any way. I'm, I love helping people and if this is helping you, then let's, let's help other people as well. But otherwise, thank you so much for joining me. I wish you a fantastic day and I will see you on the next episode.